So even though the Christmas season is over, let's imagine you're at your next office cocktail party, okay? That's too pagan. Let's say you're a new member at St. Joseph's Kingdoms, Communities for the Kingdom. There you are, you're a new member, and you walk in. And somebody comes up to you and simply says, who are you? It's maybe a little bit coarse way of asking what's your name, but okay, you can roll with that. And you tell them your name. And then after who are you, they stop and they say, yes, but who are you? So now things have escalated from awkward to creepy, right? (laughs) And they're gazing at you. Who are you? Of course, how does that usually go? Hi, I'm so-and-so, what's your name? And then, what do you do? What do you do? For some people, that's a question they can't wait to be asked, and for other people, they avoid it like the plague. What do you do? It's interesting, though, how we often put those two things together. Who are you? What's your name? What do you do? With the tragic passing of Kobe Bryant this past week, I have to admit, I learned all kinds of things about him that I'd never known before. In particular, the role of his Catholic faith in his life. And I'm sure many of you have heard the stories or read about them, or maybe you knew it already. But my point is, if it hadn't been his tragic, untimely death, I might never have known that. And let's say he lived to be in his 80s or 90s, and his passing would have been an obituary column that might or might not have gotten noticed. But for, admittedly, a tragic reason, he was presented to all of us. All of a sudden, because of his celebrity, because of the tragedy of the event, there he was, front and center, in so many of our lives. You couldn't avoid it on the internet, the news, radio, everywhere. And all of a sudden, because he was presented in that way, someone who maybe for you, and I'll admit for myself, I'm not a huge pro basketball fan, I knew who he was, but I didn't really know much about him. And somebody that I simply would have identified with primarily what he did, most famously, became someone about whom I knew quite a bit more, though I certainly wouldn't pretend I even began to really know the man. But he was presented, and when that happens, it's often a time at which we begin to deepen our identities. And I just invite us to think about that a little bit on this feast of the presentation of the Lord. I mean, it was a custom for the time, the fact that Jesus was presented wasn't all that unusual, But think of all the different ways he would have already been known by this time. Even by people who didn't know the the Christmas story and the shepherds and all of that. Maybe they hadn't heard about it. Maybe they weren't there all the way up in Nazareth in the north. But they would know Jesus. They would know his parents. Oh yes, that's the son of Mary and Joseph. That's the little guy from Nazareth. All the different ways that were known either by what we do or what situation we find ourselves in. And so often for us, we go into adulthood and our identity is set by the answer to that question. What do I do and how well do I do it? Or how well do I not do it? And our source of pride is often tied up with how well I carry out whatever task I've been given. Long before we take up a career, are you good at sports, are you good in school? 
Are you not so good at sports? Do you struggle in school? Why can't you be better? You can never do wrong. All those sayings that we hear and our identity is getting shaped and formed. And then we do go out in the working world. Who gets a job, who doesn't? Whose career aspirations seem to be being filled and whose aren't? What do you do? Let me tell you what I do, even if you didn't ask. Or let me steer the question in another direction if that question is hurtful to me. What do you do and what's your identity? And every time we're presented the new employee, the athlete, the student, the spouse, the parent, the new member of the parish, the veteran of the parish. However it is we're presented, our identity sort of takes on a new layer. And all of that is fine. That's human nature. Sometimes, though, it can be very corrosive and toxic. Hopefully, it's a source of affirmation, but let's be brutally honest, it doesn't always work out that way. So what do we do? Is it just a roll of the dice? You know, maybe you are born with those skills, maybe you weren't. Maybe you're the favorite child or you're the social celebrity or maybe you aren't. And so look at what happens with Jesus. Look at how his identity is formed through his presentation. Because at the end of the day, the only person who can look through all the surface things into the very depths of our hearts, of course, is God. I don't care how well a parent knows their child, there'll always be some degree to which they don't know them perfectly. I don't care how well spouses know each other, best friends. At the end of the day, it's only God who knows us with absolute 100% clarity. Seeing through all those things that we just assume shield and keep locked and seeing them with love. God knows where our weaknesses are. God knows all those things that society perhaps misidentifies us about. And at the end of the day, who are we? We're exactly who Jesus heard he was, beloved son, beloved daughter. And that all sounds very nice, but the very fact that that sometimes doesn't happen, that truth doesn't sink in, then those less than perfect identities can be incredibly harmful. They can be the source sometimes even of self-hatred. They can be a reason we avoid relationships. They can lead to all sorts of problems. And similarly, or conversely, if we allow ourselves to see ourselves as God sees us, then we're letting ourselves be loved, not in spite of those things we struggle with, but right in the heart of them. And so he's presented to God. And when that happens, all of a sudden that identity gets shaped. It gets shaped by how Simeon sees him, how Anna sees him. And they, Mary and Joseph, begin to see something in their child that they hadn't seen before. And most of us are not going to have prophecies spoken over us. But we still can avail ourselves of that same truth. That's what prayer is about. That's what community is about. That's what a parish should be about. And I really didn't say it tongue-in-cheek when I said present yourself to a community for the kingdom in St. Joseph Parish. Because once that dynamic begins developing, that's what happens. And as those people get to know you and you get to trust them, then all of a sudden the truth becomes more and more known. And even if it's a truth that we're not so comfortable with, we begin to realize what it means to be trusted and loved in all of who we are, not just in the areas that our identity sits well. 
So at the end of the day, it's about not letting our identity be set by our mission. Not the what do you do, defining the who you are, but letting it always begin with relationship. Relationship with people we trust, with people who love us, and if we don't want to start there, certainly begin with how are we seen in the eyes of the Lord, because that really looks like something. And if you struggle to answer the question, how does God see me? And that's a beautiful little spiritual exercise to take up. Read those passages from Scripture where Jesus hears from the Father who He is. Read those passages where Jesus helps His disciples know who they are. Think of how Peter grows in self-awareness. How Mary helps Jesus know who He is from the moment of His birth all the way to the foot of the cross. That's what love does for us. But seek it out and do it intentionally. Maybe even as you come up to have your throat blessed as you choose to do so, ask yourself, Lord, I'm not just asking for protection against a sore throat. I want to see myself as you see me. I promise you that's why the church gives us this feast day. If we ask, that revelation does come. When you go to God's cocktail party, there's really only one question that ever gets asked. And the answer is always there as well. Who are you? You're not so sure? Let me tell you.